0: Welcome back, everybody, to the long-awaited and well-overdue installment of Ask PJ Braun here at Blackstone Labs headquarters. It is your usual host, Colonel Feezy, and we are here with all of the questions that you have been asking for so long that we have not answered due to being way too busy. Way too busy. Way too busy. But that all ends now. And from now on, you will have your weekly installments of Ask PJ Braun as they usually were before our previous scheduling was interrupted. It's 530
1: Thursday night. People are going home. We're starting now. We were supposed to start at two. Uh, Yep, I (laughs) screwed that up as usual. But I want you to know that I blasted six euphoria when I came into this room to make this one extra good. Bing,
0: bang, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Time six. (laughs) So we're going to jump right into the first question from none other than a good, good buddy of mine, Satchel Caffey. Satchel Caffey. He says, hello, guys. Awesome products that y'all put out. I've been a supporter for a few years now and haven't been disappointed yet. All I can do is talk about how good the stuff is that you put out. I'm on a stack right now. Going to ride it for 12 weeks and can't wait for the results. I'll send some before and afters if you'd want. A few episodes back, PJ said that Eradicate can have a good effect on those fat-bottomed girls. I mentioned it to my girlfriend, but she is hesitant, and I would like for you to explain more on that subject if you could. From what you said, they hold more estrogen down there. If if like to get her on a better routine and whatnot, but reducing that fat bottom could help, even if Lord Braun likes them. I'm interested in the Legion. You've talked about it a lot. I'm interested in the Legion big time for sure. I'm not huge on Instagram, but Legion is something I would like to be a part of. The... Is there a huge push to gain followers on Instagram for the Legion? I'm sure I could grow just as anyone can with time, but I'm not sure if that is the type of people you're looking for in the Legion. Peace out, Satch.
1: What's the date on this?
0: This is August 16th, which I know he's joined the Legion since then.
1: Well, there you go. So that's perfect. And if you do listen to this or if you have given up on the podcast and you won't hear this, hopefully you haven't, if you do listen to this, what I would love to see is the progress you've made on those Blackstone Lab supplements that you asked about a long-ass time ago and that I didn't get to. Uh, so send us that in. Now, as for your girl, here's the deal. And I say this to all of my girls that I deal with with fat Butts, which is all of them. Uh, no, it's not all of them, but it's <laughs> Which many is of them. all of them. <laughs> Good for them, though. So if you are competing and you want to compete in bikini or figure – or fitness or bodybuilding this is something that will really help you a lot because you've got to get that body fat to such a low level now some girls are naturally thinner and don't hold weight back there and it's not going to be as beneficial for them if you're competing in something like bodybuilding or women's physique it is going to be beneficial to you because you've got to get that body fat level so low that it's beneficial to anybody now if you're just you're a regular gym goer and you're trying to look a certain way, you may not want to get in to using something that's going to block estrogen because it will change your hormones a little bit. So what's good about eradicate is she'll still produce her hormones the same way. So she's not going to stop producing, producing estrogen, which is what we want. We want her to keep having her same um, hormone pattern, but it's going to make it so the estrogen in her body can't bind to the estrogen receptors. And so that estrogen loves water and fat. And when you're eating carbs, it's gonna bind with all that stuff at those receptors and it's gonna make you, of course, store more body fat where the receptors are. In a woman, your receptors are gonna be in your boobs and your hips, hips, you know, a lot in your thighs and your butt. And that's why you store the weight there. So you're gonna prevent that that storage from being able to happen. Now, if you can achieve a look that you want fast, let's say 30 days, then you can get to that look that you want. And while you're on it, you're not going to have any issues. But when you stop, you will, of course, be able to bind to the receptors, everything else that's in your system. So it's something to think about. I think it's something that's great for a temporary fix, but it is not something that should be utilized all the time.
0: A temporary fix or just as everything is used as a supplement. A supplement. Um, all right. And I have to I have to say it is, it is 100% true when he says he's been a supporter for years now because... Satch Calf actually was one of my best customers when I was in the call center. Oh wow, that is loyalty. I used to uh, look look very forward to speaking with him. He, had, he always had good conversation with me. At the time, I believe he was living uh, on a boat for his job. He was very working cool. and living on a boat.
1: Very cool. Worldly. This
0: next one says, "Sup PJ, I'm thirty six. I had an acne. I had acne as an adolescent." As I went through puberty, mainly on my face, did a few cycles in my early twenties with what I would consider mild acne on mainly back and shoulders. Fast forward to six months ago, using Test, Deca, D- ball, Sustanon, Draw, Tren, and Masteron and HGH. Different times, different doses, different esters. About twenty weeks, acne got very bad. I'm going to have scarring. However, I want to continue forward and want to compete in the future, but not if acne continues. I wasn't taking any AI. I would take novadex whenever i felt a flare-up coming on appreciate the time emailed back if you'd like and i'll watch for the podcast thanks bud
1: good question got a lot of
0: these over the years
1: um i'm sure when you said flare-up you were talking about gyno flare-up and you wanted to wipe that out the thing is if you're getting a gyno flare-up that means your estrogen was going haywire and that's actually going to be the main contributor to your acne as well and so you probably could have prevented a lot of this not all of it but probably a lot of it by using an ai So that's something that's very important that you guys take into consideration when running these cycles. If you're somebody that's prone to acne or becoming prone to acne, not taking an AI is going to make it considerably worse. Now, what I would suggest is, of course, going into your next cycle with an AI right off the right off the the, the bat. You have to. Um, But there are certain things that you can take to wipe out acne. Um, If you go to a dermatologist, there are certain antibiotics, even even basic ones like Augmentin, that will wipe out acne. acne the dermatologist is going to probably put you on tetracycline now if you're really 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 bad they'll put you on things like accutane which you cannot be on cycle if you want accutane it takes a long time for it to work all the way it makes you unhealthy while you're on it it wreaks havoc on your liver but it will kill all the acne it's just going to take a while and you will have scarring from that as well after that you should be fine for the rest of your life but you don't want to deal with the problem By starting other problems so if 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 it's that big of a problem you're gonna have to clear it up first before you risk getting on a cycle and making it bad I mean my suggestion is You're gonna have to decide how bad it is and how bad the scarring is because you can't get on stage With zits all over your back either you're gonna get scored down for that because you're gonna look unhealthy So if it's that bad you got to wipe the acne out first before you even worry about cycles and whatnot Um, If you think it's manageable then get on an AI like Remedex right away when you start your cycle and things that are fast acting that aren't managed properly like d balls and androls and stuff like that when you have these crashes and ups and downs in your hormones those are things that are going to potentially make it worse
0: i noticed for myself i used to have uh i had a couple different spurts where i had like really bad acne and somebody told me to take um um was it panathenic acid Okay. And I started taking panathenic acid. And at first, I was like, man, this is not going to do anything. I need some over the counter pill, you know? And they were like, oh, you're probably not taking enough of it. They said, take about a gram a day. Okay. So I started taking a gram a day of panathenic acid. And then sure enough, in about a week, I noticed it slowing. And then a week after that, I was, my, I literally didn't have a pimple anywhere on my
1: hmm. body good good to know i actually haven't heard that one but that's something you can just order really easily on amazon and not have to worry about going to a doctor so yeah
0: amazon some supplement stores sell it stuff like that so it worked good for me and it's worked good for other people that i've told the same thing to that but i'm sure it doesn't work for everybody
1: yeah you can't hurt to try it even add it into what you're doing with the ais a lot of people get it really bad when they come off cycle and they don't PCT properly, because then your hormones are going all over the place, and you've got cortisol cortisol you know soaring, around, your progesterone's yeah. all over the place, and this is when your body is confused, and bad things like that start happening.
0: All right, next one comes from Austin Phillips. It says, "What's up, boss? Two part question here. This is more of a theory that I have, and I'd appreciate your opinion." I remember a while back the gorilla chemist making a post on a study stating that six six grams of arginine taken orally before resistance training can blunt growth hormone and IGF-1 levels by 41%. With that in mind, and also considering that higher levels of nitrogen help with protein synthesis, would it be more beneficial to take arginine or another nitric oxide-increasing product such as HyperHype Extreme post-workout, thus increasing nitrogen levels in the blood and improving, one, nutrient uptake due to vasodilation, and two, better protein synthesis due to higher levels of nitrogen? Number two is I noticed a copycat brand hit the shelves semi-recently at Vitamin Shop. Could you explain the pros and cons of distributing to places such as vitamin shops and GNCs? Thank you for all you do and thank you for all you and Josh do. So proud to be a part of this team. Legion loyal, Austin Phillips.
1: So to answer the first part of that question, relatively easy. um, There are people that are experimenting with doing it post-workout and say that they are getting pretty good results. But that's at six grams where it blunts those levels. So if you take half that dose, you're still going to get the vasodilation effects before you work out, which is going to Increased blood flow and nutrient uptake during the workout, which where I think it's extremely important. So I wouldn't go away from doing it before a workout. If anything, you can split the dose up and do it before and after. Um, as far as the copycats over there, I mean the copycat they copy everything that we do. Um from their call center to their legion program. I mean, what is what is the what was the question on it? Uh,
0: fear. Fear operator, they're afraid, I think. A tier uh, operator, tier operator.
1: What about their tier operators?
0: Um, No, it was um, mostly wondering, uh, the explaining the the pros and cons of distributing to places such as- Oh, the vitamin
1: shop. So um, GNC and vitamin shop have wanted to partner up with Blackstone Labs for a long time. We actually almost did it in 2016. That was the closest we came to making it happen. We had an agreement that I really, really liked. And the reason that we have not done it yet is because those places are making way, 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 way more money than we are and we have to lay out all the product in advance. So the big thing that those guys are doing that's gotten them into vitamin shops is they're selling bars. So that's a much, much different demographic and and market and you're laying out all these bars and it's it's such small margins that it's a volume based thing whereas for me to lay out X amount of let's say pre-workouts and I have to spend, let's just say for math, I have to spend $250,000 on one pre-workout to get in all of these GNCs. I don't get paid until they sell them all. It's they, they work typically with a pay-on scan. So as the products sell, you get paid. I'm not okay with that. I want my money right away. And I'm not gonna bend on that. So rather than spending all the money to lay it out so they can say they have my product and they can make more money than me, I simply just don't deal with them. And because of that, I help these mom and pop stores sell Product at a bigger margin where they can stay in business, and that's why we have such good relationships with these stores. A lot of mom and pop stores have been put out of business by places like GNC Vitamin Shop. Amazon is the big one now, but if I'm giving them a good deal where I make money, they're making a lot of money. They get behind my brand; they're loyal to my brand. Versus places like Vitamin Shop and GNC, you know, where there's a staff of really not well-trained people that are, you know, usually working towards commission to sell the product. So it's really about what you wanna do with your brand. I never wanted my brand to be the biggest brand in the world. There's a lot of extra headaches and responsibility that comes with that and historically, being the biggest brand in the world has ended really poorly for most of the biggest brands in the world I'm sure you guys have looked up the history of people like Muscle Farm and whatnot. I wanted to be the best brand in the world and I stand by that and I stand by the integrity of my brand and the way that we do things. So if you're trying to take your company to a private sale, then you're gonna to wanna to show as much revenue as possible. So getting in with GNCs, vitamin shops, and all that stuff it's gonna increase your revenue for sure, but it may barely increase your bottom line. In fact, it might hurt your bottom line. So what's more important? Selling $20 million of revenue, having a massive overhead, all kinds of headaches, potential lawsuits and everything else to make $2.5 million in sales, or having $10 million of revenue less headaches being able to pay your staff better and having two to maybe even 2.5 on the bottom line to me it seems like a very easy answer and why we do things the way that we do over here versus over there now i'm not saying that it is not the right way to do it what they're doing but when you have something like bars that is your main bread and butter to your company you've got to sell a shitload of freaking bars so you're going to have to sell them in vitamin shops and GNCs like that. You're not going to survive. If I have to been slanging them on the corner yeah, too, you gotta, it's a heavily, heavy volume based business. So we have our ice cream instead of the bars. So we are working on getting the ice cream into distribution. We're fine with people like GNC or vitamin shop or even Publix, hopefully Publix. So that's where we really want it selling our ice cream. And we're okay with making less, having it put in distribution like that because that's a volume based product.
0: And, um, <clears throat> Being the biggest and being the best are not always the same thing, nope. and especially in this case, when it comes down to, you know, somebody else selling your brand, think about, I mean, I don't know about everybody else that's listening to this as opinion, but I've been into a lot of GNCs, and the majority of them, when I walked in, the guy behind the counter or even the owner looked like they had never set foot in a gym. So when you're trying to increase, you know, the amount of eyes that are seeing your product and it's put in, put into a place where the guy doesn't even go to the gym. And uh, realistically just bought a GNC franchise because he wanted to make money because his dad or his mom was doing it as well. (laughs) And they're all basically taking over with more and more GNC franchises and and crushing out all these mom and pop businesses. Whereas the people running the mom and pop stores probably do go to the gym and probably Mm -hmm. are a part of the industry and probably have competed and probably do know more than your average Joe.
1: Yeah, it's a much, much different
0: demographic of people for sure. So the next one says... um, I'm going to stack Methaquad and Chosen One with maybe YK11. Any thoughts? And what I need gear support, test support, and an estrogen support with this stack?
1: Well, I don't think you need the YK11. There are people that like that one a lot. I think you've made the right two choices with the first two. Um, I think that everyone should take gear support year-round, no matter what. No matter what you're taking, you should take gear support. You don't need to take it just because you're taking those things. They're not liver toxic, but that, that stuff is, you know, strong it's it's hormonal and anything anytime where you're taking supplements even if you're taking just protein your liver enzymes are going to be a little bit elevated and things like that so you should take products to take care of your insides you know i take lots of vitamins and stuff that are focused on my you know internal health and you guys should always do that too um chosen one you don't need um an estrogen blocker like eradicate for with the methoquad you may want to have it and then afterwards you're definitely going to need to do pct Because that stuff's so strong that you're going to suppress your stuff. And if you add the YK-11 and then it's going to suppress it even more. So, yes, you're going to need to do PCT and Apex Mail after that for sure. Gear support I think everybody should take. And I would say it's 50-50 on whether or not that you need to eradicate, but it's not a bad idea to have it on hand.
0: Next one comes from John says hi pj and staff i was listening to the podcast and loving it so figured i'd write in and see what kind of help you could give i'm a competitive men's bodybuilder about five six 210 pounds pretty lean all year under 10 percent, probably lower i run cycles test trend mast winnie etc and or sussed anadrol deca and pp hgh and insulin i'm pretty good with my ped but my supplement game is off i normally just take bcaa's creatine and carbs pre and intro workout I am a union construction guy, so I'm always moving all day. I seem to have low energy levels all the time. If you don't mind helping out, what Blackstone subs can I take in combo with my current cycle to boost mood, energy, focus, mental alertness, etc., and also to make my cycles more productive? Thank you for your time. I look forward to hearing from you. If you need any additional info, let me know, and I'll provide it. John.
1: How old his day was right now? Uh
0: doesn't say how old he is just five six 210 pounds pretty lean all year under 10 body fat and his drugs
1: okay um well i mean i'd love to see your blood work for something like that to wonder why you're tired all the time i don't know if you have adrenal issues um if you're tired all the time when people tell me they're tired all the time even when they are sleeping that's typically a sign of adrenal fatigue and our product adrenal care even if you're not using too many stims is really 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 good guys because when your adrenals are shot it's gonna throw off all the rest of your hormones and the way that you mentally feel big time so you know i would say right away that i would get on the adrenal care because correcting your adrenals might fix everything right then and there you know we have we have lots of products for different things but if your adrenals are messed up you're just gonna be spinning your wheels now you could try taking you know something like uh apex male or chosen one to increase your free test a little bit more and that should give you more energy and aggressive same thing with like something like halo elite that's going to boost your androgens before you train should feel more aggressive and whatnot but if you're always feeling tired i would absolutely try the adrenal care for sure
0: and i know you said that you're uh usually taking bcaa's creatine, new carbs pre-initial workout but Maybe you should think about uh picking up a container of resurgence mm-hmm. with the nootropics in it and drinking that throughout the day while you're at the construction.
1: I'm not I've never been a um uh, intra workout carb guy either. I mean you could drink Formula Nineteen in your workout, but I, I think it's much better to have them before and after. I've always stood by that. And that's another thing you could do different. Sometimes when you're taking in the carbs during your training, depending on how you're training, what you're doing, it that could actually slow you down. And too. the type of carbs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking for more energy-focused mental alertness, well, those nootropics in the Resurgence can help you with that. Absolutely. So drink those while you're doing your construction. I'm sure you'll uh, have a lot more energy and focus. Next one comes from our boy, Big King's Bodybuilding. Okay. Josh Kingsbury. Says, Hey fellas, hope all is well again. Thank you for the taking, always taking the time to do this and for all the love for my new engagement. My question is when it comes to your posing routine, how do you prioritize? What's important to have incorporated? Thanks guys. And Blackstone for life, Josh Kingsbury.
1: So when you do your routine, there's two things that are extremely important when making your your routine. The number one thing that is most important is when you're doing that routine at night, right? That's for your family and for your friends. So you're going to want to show poses that best display your physique. It's much different than in the morning when you're doing pre judging and you have to hit those mandatory poses because everyone has one, maybe two mandatory poses that they're just not as good at as the rest. But you have to hit them. No matter what, you've got to hit them. And everybody has poses that are really, really good compared to the rest. And those are the ones that you want to hit more. Unfortunately, you can't because the, the you know, specifics of pre judging are laid out the way they are. So when you're doing your routine, you want everybody to see how good you look. Now, if you still want to hit those other poses for the sake of hitting your mandatories, throw them in there once for sure, just to be complete. But you're going to want to, if you have an awesome most muscular, you might want to open your routine with most muscular, hit it in the middle, hit another one at the end, hit variations of it. You want to really show yourself the best that you can be. And then the other thing that's extremely important, is I feel that a posing routine should represent who you are as a person. So if you're a really intense guy, you might wanna come out and pose to some really hard rock. If you are somebody that's really cerebral and well thought out, then you might wanna do something that's slower with a lot more transitions, has a lot more going to it. You wanna show your personality in your routine. It says a lot about who you are, and this is the one chance that a lot of people are gonna get to really see you by yourself And it's the chance that your parents get to see all the hard work that you put in because many people don't understand the prejudging. To me, the prejudging is the best part. So think about that as an entertainer. How are you going to entertain people the best with your physique?
0: Put on a show, bro. Exactly. Put on a good show. Next one comes from Michael. He says, Sup, PJ? What's the best dosage with DNP and with what diet? How long should I run it? Michael Allen, Atlanta, Georgia.
1: So for starters, let me just say that I do not recommend people taking DMP. It is illegal. It is dangerous, et cetera, et cetera. Deadly, right? Uh, Can be deadly, yes, just like insulin and some of these diuretics. Now, when I used DMP, I used it three times very, very effectively. And I used uh, 200 milligrams a day. That's it. Very low dose. Uh, 14 days on. And then I took a solid break for a month or so. I actually did this twice during one prep. And three times during another prep. And the other prep, I did it at 16 weeks out. I did it again at 10 weeks out. And I did it one final time at three weeks out. And you retain some water on the DMP. And um, you'll still feel yourself dropping and losing every day. And you'll be able to eat way more. Um, So I would always structure where I was eating more of a lower fat, higher carb pattern. And then I would actually cycle into lower days when I'd come off of it. But it is extremely effective and that's why guys were using it so much when it was around the problem is people get too crazy with the dosing and when you get too crazy with the dosing and the duration you actually can wind up literally cooking your insides and that's what the people were dying from so dmp was actually legal in the 60s and then there were some deaths reported to it they banned it um anything that's that's got deaths reported to it is surefire going to get banned (laughs) immediately banned um and you know there's like this uh Stigma about DMP as being magic. Nothing's really magic, but it does work very very good Um, Then again, you know raw wrong doses of you know things like ephedrine were led to some people having heart attacks And we know that there's been plenty of people that got good results on ephedrine So if you're going to like I said, I don't recommend it if you're going to go out and do something crazy and do it Make sure you educate the hell out of yourself first and less is more with anything like that
0: Yes, do not get crazy on your dosages <clears throat> Next one comes from Keith. He says, I'm hopping back on a 16-week cycle again, referring to the Bronster for advice. In the past, you mentioned it's not exactly the substance, but the nutrition associated with to bulk or cut. In calculating macros, I'm curious if there's a rule of thumb on increasing macros while introducing PEDS, Test deca, D-Ball trend. Ultimately attempting to add lean muscle with reduced or lower fat accumulation, blowing up to 260 from 205 in two months last cycle had me breathing like a pug and want to taper that down a bit. T3 questions. I follow Nick Tragili, and after hearing his comments regarding T3, questions have arose before a first use. What is the standard dose for T3? What is the typical length of use? Just a general spectrum rule of thumb. T three appeared to be appeared to be a frequented substance by a lot of people, but Nick seemed to have hesitation regarding the use, long term effects. Now we can't just stick to the redundant cycle question, So here's an entertainment question: PJ and Josh, rank looks first, second, and third. If it's not a compromising question, Sammy Bornstein, Coach K, and Nika. Thanks for all the knowledge gained over the months, guys. It's appreciated. Blackstone Labs. All right, we'll get we'll do the girls last. So let's yes. let's. Uh, Absolutely. Well, let's get the unimportant stuff us, out of the way. Give first. us some time to think
1: <laughs> and process that one for a minute.
0: So actually just hit us back next week. For the answer <laughs> <on>. <laughs> We're going to need to run some numbers. <laughs> um,
1: so my perspective on T3 is a lot different than everybody else. I actually love T3 and when done the right way, T3 is highly, highly, highly effective for dropping weight. And I hate clen. You'll never see me use clen. I actually don't like to use clen on any of my clients either. Some people love clen. I hate it. think it makes you feel like shit. Uh, T3, when you're doing it the right way, you're not even going to notice anything when you're on it other than the fact that you're losing weight. Now, the problem with T3 is that people get way too aggressive with it. Uh, usually women, they just keep taking more and more, especially if they don't see the results that they want fast. Also, there's a lot of very bad coaches out there that don't understand T3, and they prescribe way, way, way too high of doses of it out to their clients. So the way that I use T3 typically is if I have a photo shoot or say I had a contest or something that I had to be you know, a low-level body fat for. I actually only use it for like 30 days and I start out relatively low, about 12.5 MCGs for the first three, four, five days. And then I go up to 25 and I'll stay there and then I'll go up to maybe 37.5 and I'll stay there and I'll go to 50 for a short period of time. Then I taper it right back down over a period of like 30 to 35 days. And in that time period, you're actually able to eat a little bit more and still keep on processing all the food the right way and, and losing weight faster. Now, People will take T3 for 8, 10, 12, 16 weeks at a time. And you do that, your body gets so used to running on thyroid medication that it won't run properly without it. I mean, this is like common sense, guys. You know, if, if you, you know, drink six beers every day for a year trying to get drunk, you know, you're going to have to start drinking eight, nine, ten beers. All right. Then after a while, you're going to be used to drinking 20 beers a day. You pull those 20 be- beers out, you're going to feel a little different for a little while. <laughs> You know, eventually you'll actually go back to feeling normal, but there's going to be a, a, there's a some shitty
0: days associated with that.
1: So, <laughs> you know, I do feel that most of the time the damage done by T3 can be fixed in time and patience. Not always, though. There are people that have gotten so aggressive with it that they've damaged their thyroid for the rest of their life. It's typically women that I see that do this. And then they're prescribed things like Cytomel or Armour Thyroid for the rest of their life. And then they, they actually have to rely on that medicine just to look normal. And... It is for that reason that people are scared of T3. I think you can get in shape absolutely without it. Uh, but I do think it is a very you know useful tool when used the right way. And like I said, I hate Glenn. Um, as far as the other supplements, what did he ask?
0: He asked, uh, in the past you mentioned it's not exactly the substance but the nutrition yes. associated with bulking or cutting. and calculating the macros, I'm curious if there's a rule of thumb on increasing macros while introducing pets.
1: Well, there's things that are going to bring quote-unquote dry gains versus things that are going to bring quote-unquote Wet gains. Wet gains. So people associate things like Anivar, Windstraw, things like that, even Tren with the dry gains. And what that means is you're not retaining water. So anything else that's in that wet gain category, when you start taking it, you're going to retain some water. So carbohydrates also make you retain water. They're required for digestion and everything else. So if you're eating an excess of carbs while taking something that's going to make you retain water, then yes, you're going to retain way, 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 way more water than normal. Your average person might hold 10 extra pounds of water just from taking that cycle. If you're a bigger, bigger guy, you might hold 20 extra pounds of water. I've seen this happen plenty of times. I've seen guys that were running their off-season protocol, walking around 275, 280, cleaned up their diet, and in two weeks dropped 20, 25 pounds literally just from changing their diet around or switching to a ketogenic diet where you don't have carbs holding all the water in. So depending on what you're taking, if you're trying to keep the weight gain slow and steady, you've got to look at your diet versus What you're taking, and if you're taking something that's going to bring on more aggressive, quote unquote, wet gains, then you're going to want to be more conservative with your calories, especially from carbohydrates when you're adding all that stuff in.
0: And um, just one thing that I can't seem to figure out why people don't get it when it comes to like bulking and cutting in the wet gains, dry gains, is if you're trying to get bigger, there's no way to do that not adding fat like you're not going to add just lean muscle you can't Otherwise everyone in the world would, would be, be doing gen ripped Everybody would be doing at all times it. Whatever process Nobody's like I'm going to
1: try to get fat first
0: Yeah whatever process there would be in the world that you could say hey I'm going to run this Workout regimen and this drug protocol and this diet and people say that I I won't get fat but I'll get huge. It doesn't work like that. You can't make your muscles big without retaining some water. That's actually helping you get bigger. Yeah, it's
1: a a massive help.
0: And it doesn't make any sense to want one without the other. It's all comes together. If you try
1: to pick a really happy medium, chances are you're gonna nothing's gonna happen for the most part. Stay around the same.
0: And then once you – if you do make any progress in that happy medium, you're not really going to see it until you cut again next time. Yes, so exactly. So realistically, what are you doing? it
1: for? No, um, I, I I think that once you do it for a little while, you'll start realizing it is what it is, and you'll get to a point where you're going to decide either I want to keep on bodybuilding and doing this forever, or you'll go one way or the other. You're going to be like, I want to be the big guy, or you'll be like, Lord Braun over here, and you're going to want to be the little ripped guy all the time. So I know – that I'm not going to carry around all this size anymore. And I'm OK with that. So I'm happy being extra lean and smaller because I want to be as lean as I can. I feel good. And that's what's important to me. If I if I wanted to change things around and really put some size on again, I would know that I wouldn't be able to stay this lean. You're
0: going to have to start breathing like a pug a little bit, as you say.
1: Um, so I'm going to give a very brief summary of the question on the three girls. It's very hard to rank girls at Blackstone Labs because they all are different and unique and beautiful in their own way. I'll tell you this.
0: But if they're not at Blackstone Labs, that doesn't apply. Yeah, then we'll write <laughs> So, um,
1: of all the girls, I am, I am the closest with Coach K. We're very, very close. We're like brother and sister. And I will say that she has the most personality. She's very, very bubbly and fun and, and cool. And that's an extremely, extremely attractive quality that makes an already beautiful girl much more attractive Sammy is by far the the youngest and I I know she does have a great booty um, and she's got a very pretty face but to me I'm so much older than her that she is like almost like childlike to me And, and, and for me to sit here and start talking about how hot she is I think would be pretty creepy and then Nika has the whole like Russian factor so you know the whole like butchering of the English and whatnot every guy whether they admit it or not thinks that's sexy so, they all have different things that they're bringing to the table. They all have great bodies. They're all pretty girls. It's really a matter of personal preference. Me and Josh, a lot of times, agree. Sometimes we disagree. Um, but you guys can, out there that are listening, can decide and, and, and vote on who you think.
0: So, I, I, this is going to be one of those times where we disagree um, simply because uh, our perspectives are different in life. So, like he said, you know, you think it might be a little bit creepy to be. Thinking that Sammy is the hottest because she's the youngest. I, I'm I'm younger than PJ, so I think that Sammy's the hottest. There you go. Um, See, it's different. Age is a big factor too. Exactly. Because once you hit, also
1: once you hit a certain age of being an older guy, then you really want the younger ones. But I haven't hit that age. Yet. You're not there yet. You You're haven't passed, passed that threshold. I'm still in that milf stage.
0: Hell yeah. So I'm going Sammy number one. Um, just just specifically off of you know age and, and look and everything. I think she looks like the best as far as got time to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think Nika gets second for me just off of the accent Mm -hmm. and coach K. I mean, you know, she's kind of feels more like my sister. So, so how you feel like Sammy's kind of like too young for you. I feel like coach K is like too close and like personally, my like friend for me to think that there's a lot of
1: people that feel sistery with Karen. Like I know right now, if, if Trevor was sitting in here and I started talking about Karen in a sexual way, he would, he would be offended. Yeah. Um, but you know what some brothers and sisters are really close out there karen <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we need to get on to the next question cuz this one was just definitely uh
1: especially if you're step brother and sister that's like the number one thing on Pornhub. i don't right know now. why that Step-bro. is the thing we've
0: talked about this before too and i just don't get it man it just never done anything for me like so weird i don't i don't know man it's taboo like i don't get it <laughs> 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 next one's from Janoy Kresva. oh boy it says <clears throat> Hey, PJ, I have a question and a story to tell you. Firstly, I bought the Euphoria product and took 15 of them. This was pretty much the entire bottle. It, it is, except for one, because yep. 16 and a bottle. Should have just went all 16. Should have just popped 16. that last one there, Big dog. last one was too much. <laughs> he said, it made me feel great. Not rushed, but super excited and relaxed. During this time, I came up with an idea. I understand your company doesn't do weightlift doesn't do lifting equipment, but I thought I would tell you about it because I don't want to do it myself. The idea was an adjustable barbell, which would be similar to an adjustable dumbbell, but it's a bar. I thought it would have a rack that you put it on, and there are knobs at the end of the bar so you can adjust the weight. If someone designs this well enough and markets it correctly, I bet they could make millions of dollars. That might be a dumb I- be kind of a dumb idea, but I thought I would throw that out there, and whoever has the inclination to patent it would probably make lots of money. It has never been made before, by the way. I also have a pet Russian tortoise. I know you like reptiles, so I thought that I would tell you that. My question is, how old do you need to be to get sponsored? Because I am 16 and a bodybuilder. I don't have an Instagram, but I'll get one soon. If you can give me more details of sponsorships in your answer, it would be much appreciated. Also, you got to get Shelby in more videos if you can. Thank you. K. Piss out. Bye.
1: Just <laughs> shot a video with Shelby yesterday. So you, you guys will like those. I'm actually starting a whole new series with Shelby. Um, you have to be 18. To be a part of Blackstone Labs, so you got two more years, and and yes, you have to have an Instagram. That's the way that the whole Legion works. Got on the gram, dog. We're not going to judge you in a negative way about not having a ton of followers because you know everybody starts somewhere. But you need to have the Instagram to start <laughs> to start it.
0: Exactly. We uh, don't have any follower requirements. In fact, we hope you grow your followers within the Legion once you've joined. That's right. But if you don't have an Instagram. That's that's hard. I think somebody has invented this bar, by the way. And you know what? It don't matter how many followers you got because Jesus only had 12 followers. There you go. All right. There you go. You don't need that many, bro. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yeah, I think somebody invented that bar already. I don't know. I don't know how much research you have done. At 16 and blast that out of your mind on Euphoria to figure out if that bar has been made or, or not. I think that but, may have been been done.
0: But I like your style. I like your style, too. <laughs>
1: I do some of my best thinking on Euphoria. That's why I took six before I started the show. Okay, I would like to know more about the 15 Euphoria pills, though. You should write us back and detail your experience. Like, you know, every like five minutes or so, you know, how long did it last? Just, what are we in for?
0: Just go ahead and, and, and write on a piece of paper. You know, start time two o'clock. Euphoria fifteen caps, and then like you know two fifteen, feel nothing. Two well, thirty, feel a little
1: better. Uh Crazy Hawk did a whole bottle, and he said it's nuts.
0: I would not put that. Back. Didn't we send like an entire box out? Yeah, to, yeah, they enjoy that. Stuff. The most
1: I ever did it was eight, and I was borderline throwing up from that.
0: Yeah, that sounds intense.
1: Yeah, the thing with euphoria is one pill in the wrong direction can really set you over. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. With you it. take one too many of these, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, it's time. it's
1: interesting. Like four pills, you'll feel a little bit. Five p- pills, you'll feel a little bit more. Six for me, that's like my dose. Seven is like, all right, I'm I'm pretty damn like fucked up. Is the basically the only way I can put it. <laughs> I've done seven where I I like had to stop everything that I was doing and just sit in a chair for a while, and it's almost like a panic attack. And there was one other time where I actually did do eight, and it was it was because I was not paying attention to what I was doing. And that one actually made me really, really nauseous and it was not a good time at all. So I like to stick around six. What you can do is like, maybe, well, for me it's 30 minutes, but your metabolism is gonna depend on how these things hit you also. So if you have a fast metabolism, it's gonna hit you faster. So for me at like the 30 minute mark, I could pop like anywhere from two to four more and prolong it for a while. Okay. and I've, I've talked to other people that do that, too.
0: There's a science people.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's something that you've got to – you're not going to get euphoria and nail it the first time. I'd be very surprised. Some people are like, oh, I really like it. And then, like, a week later, they'll tell me something like, oh, I threw up. Or they'll tell me, no, I figured out a, a different way to do it. It works better. And you just got to experiment and figure out your own dose because it's not body weight specific at all. It's it, you know Some people are like, oh, you're a big dude, so I probably only need two. And that's not the case because I actually dated a girl that could take way more than me.
0: I was going to say, some girls are like, yeah, yeah, I take more than my boyfriend. And the boyfriend's like, I don't know how she does it because yeah. that shit gets me good. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: nuts. So you got to figure it out yourself.
0: All right. We're up to the last question here, y'all. Ooh, you ready for that? I actually like the uh, the title of the question, which I don't know what the question is yet, obviously. But okay. it just says Adrenal Roads. Okay. Hello, PJ and friends. Just finished binge listening to all 33 podcasts over the month. During my daily three-hour commute, wanted to hear them all before asking any questions. First off, thank you so much for taking the time to answer these questions week after week and spreading your wealth of knowledge. You are truly an inspiration, not just for bodybuilding, but for all aspects of general health and fitness. I have many questions, but I'll limit it to one or two per email and spread them out so I don't take, too mu- take up too much of your time. Besides, this might end up being a long email, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> oh, man. All right. The first question. Some background. I've been taking Apex Male and Dust Extreme consistently for about nine months now, trying other Blackstone products here and there. Apex Male kicks ass, and it is the only test booster I've ever taken that I can feel and notice working. I have experimented a lot. It's also the only one that seems to effectively prevent estrogen-caused acne as a result of the product. I'm extremely prone to acne, especially cystic acne. I have tried Chosen One, for example, and had to stop because nothing, because nothing I did seemed to stop the acne I had from it. I'm sure it's an indirect cause, DH indirect cause of DHT levels most likely. Yes. In in Walks, Recomp RX, my expectation was to use this product along with Trojan Horse and of course Apex Male and Dust X, simply trying to get those last two stubborn abs to show down under. In the second week, however, I noticed another side effect. Beside my already changing physique, my acne was nearly gone. I couldn't completely assume it was Recomp RX, of course, so I did my own process of elimination and removed only the Recomp RX for about a week, and the acne returned. I got back on it, and a week later, I could already see my skin clearing up. My question is, what is the science behind this? I did my own research and saw all the great benefits of the ingredients, however, nothing specifically mentions skin. Any thoughts or insights on this? Also, is there any danger simply staying on this product indefinitely? My next step will be to add in Chosen One or even jump straight onto MethiQuad and see if the addition of Recomp Rx limits the acne side effects I saw before. I'll be sure to keep you guys posted in case anyone else is experiencing similar issues as me. My second question. This is more of a story that just happened to me and curious to see what stories come out of those in the room. It's similar to PJ's IG issues last week. Hashtag the derm. Recently, I was conducting my daily me time ritual when the sound cut off. And I thought it could have just been poor video and continued along my business. Shortly after the sound returned, all was good. Until my wife walked into the house, evidently my phone had automatically connected to her Lexus Bluetooth as she pulled into our driveway, (laughs) and I had used it earlier that day. She was pissed as apparently porn had been blasting in her car, volume all the way up. For those in the room, PJ, for PJ and those in the room, what is the most embarrassing sexual experience you've ever had? Thank you again for all you do. Hope the last one wasn't TMI. Very respectfully, Adrenal. P.S. Methacquad twenty, Recomp RX twenty, Apex Mail twenty, Trojan Horse twenty, Dust Extreme twenty, Chosen one twenty. Loyalty is everything. Hashtag the Derm.
1: That's great, and that's the the first time we've actually said that in the in the, <laughs> in the podcast. Um, first of all, that is like my dream for something like that to happen to me. I want to cause somebody to have their Bluetooth turn on and have porn blasting into their their, their Bluetooth. That's I'm not amazing. gonna lie,
0: there's definitely been a number of times uh, that I was watching porn on my phone. For some reason and then got into my car like later that day or even the next day and for some strange reason my phone just even if i was watching porn on my phone and i didn't completely close the safari application mm-hmm. and it's like still somewhere in the background with that porn on it even though it's not playing even though i didn't hit play when i get into my car the bluetooth will connect to it and immediately blast the porn, full blast through my speakers of my car. That's so funny. So multiple times I've been like getting into my car at like the gym or something, and there's like people around me, and like my, my doors open obviously, and I start the car up and just ah comes out of my car and I'm like <laughs> shit. Um, that's amazing. I've
1: never had anything like that happen. I don't use my Bluetooth though, so that's probably part of the reason why. True. Um, I also don't ever use my phone for porn unless I'm showing Corey things like I did today in there. Um. So you know, kudos to you for uh, scaring the shit out of your wife with sex, but um, I have all kinds of embarrassing sex stories that we probably—I'm surprised we didn't tell them on the podcast before. Um, I—I um, want to get back to the—the the, um, I have actually an answer for you on the recom. So somebody else uh, actually reached out to me about their skin clearing up on recom and saying that when they stopped it, had a little bit of issues, then got back on and it cleared up again. So. The increased level of IGF-1 is creating these new satellite cells, and these new satellite cells are going to do all kinds of great stuff for your body. You're going to have new bone density. You're going to have new cells to burn fat, new cells to burn muscle, but you're also going to have new cells for healthier hair, skin, and nails. So you're going to have a more youthful look to your skin. Your skin should be like tighter and softer and better, uh, more, more collagen-like. And it can absolutely, of course, help with the acne because acne, of course, would be unhealthy skin. So it does make sense that when you have something that's creating new satellite cells that you are going to have uh, a more clear skin. Now, I think this is going to be individual specific. And I don't want to say, hey, everybody with acne, try this. Um, but to the other person earlier in the episode that um, asked about this, it's a it's, uh, a mistake of mine that I didn't actually recommend this, and I don't want to say something like, oh, just try this product that I make to see if it'll work for you, but I actually do have somebody else. So now You're not the second person now that told me they noticed a dramatic difference from the Recomp, and, and um, that, to me, in theory, makes a lot of sense of why you would notice that. I'm, I'm really happy that it's done that for you. I, I've had a, a few people tell me some really great things about the Recomp. We had a girl who cut her hair real short and she was like broken hearted over her lack of hair and said her hair was growing like twice as fast when she got on the recomp and she was so excited about it and um, another girl that was saying that she had like some sort of like brittle nail syndrome and um, that the recomp like strengthened her nails back up to like having healthy nails and it was like something that was like painful to her before so I've, I've had all sorts of little mini, mini battles won because of the recomp doing other things you know that it is may not be advertised for so it's a very cool product i think that's one of the coolest products we've ever put out for sure and there's not anyone who can't benefit from it so
0: just goes to show you that the name is is so perfect for it because it's literally recomping your entire body from your bone density to your nails to your skin it's helping everything get rid of the old bad and in with the new healthy you
1: yep um i have i have so many like different sex stories that I can't even think of one right off the bat, but I'll tell you one that was like, I was young and it, it's really not that embarrassing. I guess if you, if you're with your partner, it's not that embarrassing, but this was a situation where I was trying to impress this girl for a while. And I really wanted to like bang her, like the champion of all champions. And I don't, I forget what I ate, but I ate something fucked up and I didn't know that we we're going to have finally have sex in this, this moment. <laughs> My stomach was like really, really, really bad. And, um, so anyway, I'm like, Rocking her world. Like, I'm like proud of myself. I'm like, oh, I'm getting this girl good. This is what I wanted all along. My stomach's kind of bothering me the whole time. And it got to the point where I felt like I was actually going to have to cut myself short because, like, I had to, like, run to the bathroom. But I, like, knew that I was going to blow my load and I really wanted to. So I was just, like, lacing into this girl. And right as I was, like, blowing my load, I did, like, the most boisterous, obnoxiously loud and long fart. (laughs) Like as I was coming I was just blasting Out of my ass And she like Went from like Moaning and, and like Loving it To making this face Of like what the fuck And then I made like A face of like What the fuck Back to her And then she started Hysterically laughing And went gross Man, I was so fucking embarrassed at that. I was only like 21, 22 years old, too. It's even worse. That's so funny. That's like one that I can think of right now. I probably have other other shitty ones that uh, are more embarrassing than that.
0: I definitely know I have a, a plethora, <laughs> a plethora of embarrassing ones. I don't know why this one just popped into my head, probably because I'm sitting here talking to you. But when I first started dating Tara, um, we were watching PJ's house a lot and We obviously aren't going to sleep in his bed, so we were staying in the guest bedroom. And the guest bedroom is actually a completely separate building outside of his house. That's like a little mother-in-law suite in the backyard, Mm -hmm. and it's really nice. Like I, the first time we got to stay in there, I was like, "Wow, this is kind of like, I don't know, paying for your own like hotel or something." But it's at like Braun Estate, and it's just a really cool little little spot to stay. You know, for a couple of days and kick it with your new girlfriend. You know, when you're you're first getting into all the crazy passionate sex you have like the first couple of months and so we're in there and um the the bed is up in the loft so obviously you go into the ladder you go up and like the bed is really the only thing up there and you know we're going at it and I was like Hmm. giving her head and I came up like, really aggressively fast because, like, I just wanted to get in there and came up from from eating her out and smashed my fucking head so hard on the ceiling <laughs> inside of that fucking loft because it, you don't realize how close and low that shit is until you're, like, trying to go from laying your face down on the ground to straight-up position so you can start fucking her, and you just power slammed the back of your skull into the roof. I literally turned around to see if there was a hole. Cause I hit it so fucking hard and I just couldn't even do anything, but lay there and be like, why didn't they make it taller? <laughs> Fuck. And literally every time we had sex there after that, I was so fucking like, I'm always like just kinking my neck down as far as I can. So it wouldn't happen to That's me. Fucking again. Hilarious. It hurts so bad. I thought I almost knocked myself out.
1: Um, I've never had sex up there.
0: It's, it's a good little spot.
1: I jerked off up there. Oh. No sex, though. It's, it's a pretty, good little spot for that, It's, too. it's pretty weird. <laughs>
0: um, I like it in the morning because the, uh, the sunlight reflection off the pool will make like the waves go all over our boobies. Oh, that like that. that's fun. Um, Nothing better than wavy boobies in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Before we close out the show, uh, everybody that's listening, we just started the Cyber Bodybuilding Contest. This is very, very exciting. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So this is for all of the people that were mad over the BPJ winners saying that I look better than the BPJ winner. Well, I had to explain to people pretty much after every BPJ that it's not a best body contest. It is a best transformation contest. And oftentimes, the best transformation was somebody that started out really bad and went from really bad to pretty good. So if you started out pretty good and went to really good, it's not as much of a transformation. So for all you pretty goods out there and for all you goods out there that either bodybuild or want to bodybuild, This is the one for you. And we're breaking it down into different classes. So for the men's, I've got a up to 175. I got a 175 to 200, and I got an over 200. And it's for anybody that is interested in men's physique or bodybuilding or classic bodybuilding, because here's the thing, guys, you're training the same no matter what. Uh, We've got uh, mandatory poses that we want you to hit. Uh, We recommend that you are in trunks because you're gonna look the best, but you don't have to be. You can be in your underwear and you have to do everything via video submission. So I've got a 12 minute video out where you're going to see all of the rules in perfect detail. I even brought in a little prop for you guys with Sammy to demonstrate the pose that I want. Ladies, we've got two divisions for you. We've got a bikini division and we've got a uh, figure physique division with some mandatory poses that we want you guys to do as well. And we're giving $2,000 to each class winner. And then we're also having an overall class winner. And we are having a coach versus coach challenge too. So if you are working with any of the Blackstone Labs coaches, or if you want to work with one of the Blackstone Labs coaches, you can sign up with them. And if the coach wins, that's an extra thousand bucks for the coach. So lots of prize money at stake. Uh, The overall winner, not only do they get the, the double prize money, but they also get tier three elite status sponsorship means you get to work with me. So you're probably going to be one of my athletes already anyway because if you're working with me you're going to win because I am the best coach in this. So far there's only one other coach in it by the way, which is Nick Trujillo. He's challenging me right off right off the bat, which I like. Um but uh if you have a coach that you're already working with or you want to work with take an opportunity for this because this is a bodybuilding contest where you can win some money in the end and we're giving away a bunch of it. So it's a cool thing that we're doing and the sooner you sign up, the better, because you've got from now till December 21st through 23rd, I believe, to submit your video check-in. So you're going to check in through video, guys. You can't be sending any fancy Photoshopped um, images. not going to work. Now, what's cool about this is if you wake up in the morning and you don't like the way you look – you don't got to do it then. You can do it in the afternoon. You can do it at night. You figure out what is the best time for you to take this video. And, and you're going to also have to weigh in, by the way. That's that's part of it for, for you guys that are in this weight loss or weight category. Um, it's something that you'll never have the option of doing in a bodybuilding show. Because in a bodybuilding show, if they say prejudging is at 10 o'clock, you got to be ready at 10 o'clock. And that's it. If you look better the next day, it's too bad. You had to look good at 10 o'clock the day before. So this is something that's really going to give you. A, a, a big opportunity to look the best that you can possibly look. And we're going to have our pros on the team, people like Cody Montgomery. We, we actually have a lot of pros on the team now, so I'll select a group. We've got Rude Dog's a pro now. I know he wants to judge. And they're going to look. You're going to have different, different um, judges from bikini to bodybuilding, so it's going to be completely fair all across. And they're going to judge who has the best body in each category, and then they'll pick the overall winner. So this is very, very cool. And I think that the best part about it is, If you're in the Legion and you win, you actually get a prize for being in the Legion and winning, too. So you get even more money We're just giving away all the money here at Blackstone Labs. Um, And if you're not in the Legion and you want to do it, you can. But you probably should join the Legion because you win more money if you're in the Legion. It's kind of a no-brainer.
0: If you are not in the Legion when you start the competition and you join the Legion halfway through, then what? Hmm.
1: You would technically, I guess, still be a Legion member when you win.
0: So can you join the Legion the day before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... You know how it goes here, bro. You know how it goes? Eric, or, what do
1: you think? I mean, they'd still be Legion members, you know? I've, have we ever had a Legion member that signed up and then was like, fuck this shit the next day? Oh, yeah. Really?
0: Oh, yeah. No, we've had a lot... A, a magnitude of people send in an application and when I send them an approval and welcome email and break down to them how to redeem their hundred dollar credit every month they're like a hundred dollar credit I thought you were gonna pay my rent and I'm like no not for posts like I don't and then they're like, oh, I thought I was just signing up to basically have my life paid for. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, okay. no, sorry. I, so want, those, I want to join that one. Those are the people that well, I really could use that one right now. quit the next day when they, when they get the, uh, the confirmation email that says $100 credit. But now with the tier system, those people can also say, hey. If, you aren't, if you're too good for $100, maybe you're good enough to get 15% sales commission. Yeah, bust your ass. Get up just to tier two. Get some if get you're some
1: really, really good like you think you are, then you'll work your way up into tier three.
0: Right, exactly. And since we're, we're talking about the Legion now, um, but b- I, it was just a stupid question that got us off topic. My, my real point was if somebody wins, are they going to be able to join the Legion the next day and be like, yo, let me get that extra prize money, dog? Not the next day. Nah, man. Can't do that. Um, so anybody out there that's looking to pull a fast one, we're watching you. Um, so also talking about the Legion, if you haven't noticed, which we, we have noticed mm-hmm. there has been a large wave, we'll call it of individuals who are coming to join the Legion from other programs. Yep. Um, and we welcome you. Now we are going to be cracking down on people who are in the Legion that join other programs while they're in the Legion, and people who attempt to apply for the Legion that are already ambassadors for other, other programs. Um, all that is probably going to come to a quick halt. So you better choose your loyalty and uh, make sure that loyalty is everything to you like it is to us. So uh, with that being said, anybody that is not already an ambassador for anybody else that would like to join the Legion, or is thinking about dropping their ambassadorship for whatever reason because they're unhappy or they think something may be better for them uh, beyond the horizon. Mm -hmm. Blackstone labs is here for you. And you just have to go to www.blackstonelabs.com forward slash legion. You must have a public profile on Instagram. You must be 18 years old. You must enter all of the fields correctly, or I will just ignore you. And You also have to send in a photo. Some people will send in photos that are obviously not them. And I'm like, yo, that's Ronnie Coleman. (laughs) It's not you, Jim. Uh, Please be truthful and (laughs) send us photos of yourself. Use whatever Instagram you have that has the most exposure, obviously. We have people sometimes that send in applications that have, uh, like – well, this is my fitness Instagram, and this is my dog's Instagram, and this is my shoe Instagram, and uh, I have 40,000 followers combined. And I'm like, okay. And I go to their personal Instagram, and I'm like, you have 400 followers. And then I go to the dog Instagram. I'm like, there's 3,800 followers here. (laughs) And then you go to the shoe one, and it's actually some other page. And I'm like, okay, so whichever profile is yours with the most chance of somebody on there connecting with you and saying, hey... I trust this guy and what he says about this product. I'm going to go use his discount code on Blackstone Labs. That's probably the best profile to apply with, um, I would think. Yeah. So anybody that wants to apply, go hit the uh, the website. Uh, definitely takes a little bit to get a response. Um, if you re- apply more than once, it's going to take longer to get a response because how I do it is if you, you apply more than once over a certain period of time, uh, other people that have only re- applied once are actually going to get ahead of that because anybody that's doubling or tripling, you're actually making the list longer and it's not fair to everybody else that only applies once. Yep. So if you apply 700 times, you're probably never going to get to the top <laughs> of the list. So uh, keep that in mind. And um, we are looking forward to seeing you in the, light, in the Legion.
1: It's going well. It's going very, very strong.
0: Legion strong. And Legion We're proud liberal. of it. And um, the Legion's pretty cool. We got a lot going on in the Legion. You got
1: bags now. We got food. All kinds of new stuff coming on the horizon. Speaking of
0: bags, I couldn't not do this podcast with my Supreme Bag. I don't know uh, how YouTube savvy everybody is out there. But there are some imposters of Colonel Fiola. And don't be fooled. This is the authentic. That's the real one. This Free is smoke, the baby. real deal. Free smoke. <laughs> Free smoke, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well... It's our first one back in a while. It felt good. That that um, that oldest question was from August 10th. It's
0: been a while. It's been a long time coming. It's uh, a couple of months. It's a lot. Like 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 I need to go to the gym. I'm going back to the gym tonight. We're gonna to be on camera now because of this. I'm going back to the gym tonight because of this. First day back at the podcast. I'm back on the training regimen. There you go. I'm steady now. Which camera do I look at? This one. You look at, Does you, my you face can look at different since
1: the last podcast, folks.
0: You, you can look at all of them. Um, everybody uh, join together with me in the comments section. If uh, we get a hundred comments, they're gonna make sure that we get a third camera so I can get some some headshots oh, in here as well. Oh, that's a big deal. Because I, I'm very offended that it's that only a it's very only big PJ. We need deal. that third angle, and we need to make it known that the people want the third <laughs> angle of the Colonel, because my facial expressions are hilarious. Up,
1: up to this point, they haven't been. So
0: I mean, you guys got to show that it, that it matters. So on that note, I think we will end it like we always do with a peace out. Bye.